Yo guys, what is up? Welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Caleb one and today we're going to be talking about building a team and delegating. This is huge because I see a lot of guys, they're in the truck every day, and then they have to come home and work. It's just a mess, guys. Like, you're going to be doing tons of hours. Really, you're not going to be making that much money. Um, it just doesn't make sense, guys. So we're going to talk about building that team and delegating. One of the reasons that a lot of people don't do this that they just kind of stay in that stuck little spot where they're on the site all on site all the time and doing all this stuff all the time is they don't trust people because they've had poor experiences and then the poor experience is not with the other people trust me it's not other people it's you and it's you finding poor quality people and you not treating them correctly so we're going to talk about building that team and delegating now my first recommendation to you is do not ever hire family or friends unless you are totally okay with them wanting to curse you out every time that they see you. If you go to church with them, probably not the play. This is kind of backwards to how I did it, and uh, I do kind of regret that. That being said, um, we, it turned out okay in some instances. Um, by the grace of God, nobody is still, well, I can't say that. Nobody that I still have to deal with on a regular basis is not mad at me. Is uh is sorry is still mad at me. So it's it's chill. You know we're good now. But uh, there were some people who were definitely not happy with me for a while there. Um, and everything felt like a big deal in the beginning when like people would get upset with me or people would quit or leave or you know all this stuff. Like it, it was like a really big deal. And now I'm just like, I mean, it is what it is. You know, like I don't know. <laughs> you know, like I'll find somebody else. But at the same time, you don't want that attitude to get in the way of you being um, you being smart about the way that you do business. Because obviously, we don't want, you know, B player. Well, we don't want C players on the team. We want A and B players, right? Team A and then people on the bench ready to go at all times. C players who are just like, they're not even that good for bench warming. You know, like we're not we're not even looking for that. We don't want we don't want people who don't have good morale, who won't work hard, who won't improve, that kind of thing. But you also have to say we need to sell them on working for this company, right? You're gonna get good pay, good benefits, right? The team camaraderie is, is fantastic. So like that's probably the number one thing is like instead of paying the guys just more and more and more per hour and offering better benefits and this and that, you're gonna because you're gonna end up with people who will just skip out. Just build a family, build build a community where you guys hang out on your off days, where you know you pay for everyone to go go karting, you know, and laser tag, and you know you buy the guys some drinks, um, not alcohol. I mean, it, if you're old enough, then alcohol is probably gonna be a really good way to make everyone love you. But you know, just just do things that are going to incentivize them to hang around. And do and make sure that it's an environment that they want to come to work every day. Like, um, don't make it like every day. You know, when you come to work, I yell, "Get out there, do those properties." They come back, "Why didn't you do those properties? What's wrong with you?" They don't. First off, it's already hard enough work. Yelling at people is not going to be the answer. And I know, and I've had the mindset of like, "Well, I gave you, I gave you a job. You know, gosh darn it, I gave you a job. You, you should." You should respect me and do everything that I tell you to do. But really, it doesn't work that way. People people aren't like that. They're like, yeah, but I could get a job at Costco. Like, I could go anywhere, bro. Anywhere is going to give me a job. So treat them well. Make sure that you're being accountable. A lot of people want to be accountable. Say, hey, man, you didn't get this done. What happened? You know, and they go, uh, we had to double cut three lawns because they were every other week. And I'm like, all right, well, that was my bad because I didn't tell them they, they had to get into the, the weekly schedule because of all the rain. You know, so, okay, that's my bad. Right. So things happen and you need to be understanding with them. And also another thing that I found is 
Um, look at profitability at the end of the day, not by job, job by job. First off, you're going to save yourself time. Second off, it gives them time. Like if they mess up one job and it takes them forever, they can still get it back the rest of the day. And you're not just upset with them for that one job, right? It's the overall sum of it. And uh, But be analyzing those numbers regularly. Be like, what is our profit per hour? What does this look like? What does that look like? Are we improving? What is going on? You know, have those numbers in mind. Keep them in mind. Uh, regularly check up on them. So they're called, uh, what are they called? Uh, KPIs, key performance indicators, key performance indicators. And so we've got a couple for our business. Uh, I got a notebook somewhere. Um, but uh, I know one of them, and my favorite is dollar per man, man hour. This is huge, guys. What are we making per man hour? And at sometimes we were like, uh, it was so bad. I think it was like, I think the lowest we ever got was like twenty something dollars per man hour for a month. It was it was really bad. But the um, I'm trying to think how we even broke that down. It was just really bad. Like it was really really bad for a month, and. Um, you know, watching those indicators because they're going to tell you that your business is sick or healthy before you have to deal with the consequences with it. You're like, all right, we're looking good, looking really good this month. Looks like we're going to cruise to, you know, $60, uh, you know, $67 per man hour. Our goal is 60. We're cruising to 67. This is fantastic. Or if you're like, our goal is 60 and we're at 53. Okay, well, what's happening? And then you go through and you go, are we not bidding jobs profitably enough? If the guy are the guys not moving enough? And generally, the number one thing is bid the jobs profitably, so you don't have to stress out about it. And you know, make sure the guys are properly trained so they can do a good job. And then just have them do a good job. Have them do a good job, but just say be intentional, be efficient, and give them the tools and resources to do that. Generally, with a team, it's it's almost always a boss problem than rather than like a guy problem, like. Generally, the guys are fine. Like they would do the same thing if you had a better system, if you had better equipment, if you had better training, you know, and you weren't yelling at them all the time. They would just do a better job in general. Like it doesn't have to. It's not rocket science when it comes to guys doing stuff right. Um, and it does take time, and you have to be patient with this stuff. And while you're being patient, bid more profitably. Okay, that's the the basic way of you know making sure that you're making more money is by charging more money. And uh, there can be some side benefits to charging more money too. People are a little bit more invested. Uh, you can communicate with them. They'll actually get back to your text messages, that kind of thing. Whereas if they're not really invested, they're a twenty dollar cut. They're like, yeah, whatever. And I have to get back to them. It's twenty bucks, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's the first thing, which is making sure that your team is doing a good job, and then delegating. So delegating and like. Because you want to slowly pass the torch of like quoting and scheduling jobs and managing themselves and doing all those things. You want to slowly hand them off to people within the company, even as you scale. Like if you can't pass off everything to people while you're tiny, and this is a misconception that people have. They're like, when I get big, that's when I'll delegate and have my guys do the quoting and pick up the phone and do this and that. I'm like, no, no, no. Like they have to start doing this now. Like this is how we master it before we scale. So that we know we're doing it right when we're scaling, and we already know what it's supposed to look like. You know, getting that previous experience, um, making some money while learning. You know, perfect. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it doesn't have to be rocket science either with delegating. It's literally just like keep in mind you're gonna probably spend upfront thirty times the amount of time that it would take you to do the task to teach them to do the task. So say it takes you five minutes to do this task, right? You're you're gonna count on six hundred minutes, six hundred minutes, which is ten hours worth of training to get them to do the task that you did, um, 
Like that's, that's a good return on investment. That five minute task, it takes them 10 hours. Guess what? You will never have to do that task again. I love that philosophy. If I could only do things that are like, you know, if you do uh, sit-ups for four weeks straight, you'll never have to do another, you know, abs exercise in your life. You'll always have a perfect six pack. I'd be like, all right, well, let's train and do, you know, sit-ups for a month or, or whatever it is, you know. Do it now so I don't have to do it later. Set it up now so I don't have to do it later. And that's the point of systems. And that's the point of delegating because you can't always be there. Sometimes you want to go on vacation. Sometimes things happen um, and you're at a funeral and you have to go here and you have to travel here and you have to travel there and you have to talk to this person. Things just happen. And if you can't delegate and you can't trust your own guys to do that, first off, it's probably because you don't have a good enough community. If you can't trust them, it's because you're not accountable right and if now if they're sneaking behind your back doing stuff you just got to fire them it's just kind of a basic thing and but if they don't really trust you that's even worse and that means that you're probably breaking their trust by saying we're going to do this and you're like you know what we're good we're you, you know it's fine it's you know what let's that kind of stuff breaks the trust like do what you say you're going to do um <laughs> which is just basic principles like do what you say you're going to do and don't encroach on their personal life unless they ask you to right just say man you know as long as you're doing good on the job, we're having a good time, you got a good attitude, just make sure that anything, you know, bad that's happening isn't kind of floating over to our world here, you know, and, and into the business. And as long as you can, great, you know, do your thing. I don't want to encroach on your life. Now, if you're like, dude, I don't know if this is working, being genuine and giving people advice. It's just like being a human, you know, not being like the evil boss robot dude who's just like the bottom line, the bottom line, which I do all the time. I'm just like, we have to go faster. This is not good. We need to, and it's like, just bid the job more profitably and, you know, give the guys a better experience, keep the guys moving, maybe give them some ice cream, keep them moving a little bit quicker and uh, just do that. Like, it's just a much better alternative. All this to say, it's a, it's generally going to be a you issue and you just need to think through and go, what needs fixed, right? The guys resent coming into work every day. Why? Probably because you yell at them. Um, the guys don't want to work very fast. Why? Big, probably because you want you yell at them, whether they get it done in time. Like if they get it done in time, you don't go go and say you guys did a fantastic job sourcing the properties. They look absolutely so fresh, and clients love you, and we were super profitable. Huge guys, thank you so much. Um, you know, grab a drink from the cooler while while you leave, and uh, or like oh, I got you guys some ice cream sandwiches. You know, like do little things. Like it doesn't have to cost you hundreds of dollars uh, a week to give them a raise, just give them a little bit of praise, build a family, do th fun things sometimes, reward them with fun little things. Trust me, it's way more fun to reward people with ice cream sandwiches at the end of the day than it is to give them 25 cents more an hour. And guess what? It's cheaper too. So overall, just make sure that you're doing that, maximizing the experience for your guys. Most people, um, I figured out that, uh, you, you know when when you ask, I, I don't know if, if other people do this, it might be weird, where I would ask girls, do you like um, experiences or stuff? And they would always go, or sorry, travel or stuff. They go travel. And I asked guys, and half of guys were stuff, half of guys were travel. And I realized really the reason why we choose our, th these different things is just because we want to have experiences. And we just want to have it in different ways. So these guys want to have an experience. They want to have a good job. They want to have a decent personal life. Um, they want a little bit of, they want some money so that they can have a decent personal life and enjoy some good experiences, but they don't want their uh, work experience to be poor, to be not good, to be fun, to resent having to go into work to, you know, and on the weekend you're like, oh, 
Thank goodness. You know, like you don't want it to be like that. It should be every day they come in, they're a little bit excited. We're going to listen to some music. We're going to have some fun. Probably grab some ice cream at the end of the day. We're going to bang out these properties. These properties are going to look so good when we're done with them. Clients are going to be happy with us. Boss is going to be happy with us. Make it something to look forward to. And I have been guilty of not always doing that. And I think, honestly, when you are one step removed, from the profit, you are actually in a better place. Like uh, my foreman's like, dude, we're getting pizza. I'm like, uh, that's like $12 that now I don't have, bro. Like don't don't throw my profit away on pizza. But like the guys get so excited for stuff like that. And uh, when you remove yourself, you can create like a truly great uh, business. That being said, having self-control is important as well. But with this, just being human, having experience and having fun that maybe you're like, I don't, these wouldn't be the guys I would naturally hang out with. That's fine, but you need to spend time to uh, get to know them a little bit so that you know when they're going to leave. You you know when they're upset. You know so that you can figure things out and being human and having a relationship. Trust me, it's harder to quit a job with a relation a person you have a, a, a good relationship with than just this boss robot human thing that's like yelling at you when you don't reach profitability and all this stuff. They don't, they don't care about profitability. They're just like, I don't want you to yell at me. Uh, I want to get paid. And if we can have a good time while we're doing it, boom, that's awesome. So that's really what I got for you guys. It doesn't have to be rocket science. Building a team and leadership is not rocket science. You know, when you're going on the job and you're managing people and you're going, go do this, go do this, go do that. It just takes experience to know what's going to be the most efficient way to do this. How are we going to tackle this project? And the guys are going to slowly learn how to do it themselves and not need your help with it. But that's just like managerial stuff. Leadership is just like being there for people, being loyal, saying, dude, I would, I would give a limb for you, right? Like I would, I would do this for you, right? My future might be brighter and it might just be worth it for me to keep a limb, but I don't stink and care. I would give it to you. I would give it to you because you're my guy. And having that kind of relationship both ways is just like your team's just going to grow tight. That being said, when you bring in like people who are friends already or family already, the dynamic changes and basically your dynamic uh, in their relationship has to be all that time like that all the time where you know oh let's grab some pizza oh let's hang out yeah man what's going on all this stuff and sometimes it gets really old when they live with you or when you have to see them all the time easier just to t- turn it on and turn it off and easier just to hire people who are already skilled at it a lot less pain with uh, people getting upset with you you know but you still have to see them on a sunday or you still have to you know go to the same outing as them extracurricular activity sports game that kind of stuff you know it can get messy but being smart about this is not that hard. It really isn't that hard, but it takes self-control. It takes strength to be able to do that, and you just need to find that. You just need to find that. You just need to grind it out. You just need to make it happen. It doesn't have, again, it doesn't have to be rocket science. It can be super simple. It can be super easy. Just do that for me, all right? Do that for me. Um, yeah, treat the guys well. Have a good time. Make it something they look forward to. So if you guys like that, I know it was a little bit um, a little bit rambling, not necessarily super on topic like the whole time but i think you guys will get value and just understand that the relationship is what's important and as you grow this company um if you're looking to like scale it really big make sure that you have a good relationship with your manager people and they have a good relationship with the people right down for them you know just have an understanding make sure that when they think of you they're not like oh my goodness i dread being with this guy but they they look forward to making you more money if your crew's like, I don't like this guy, for him getting good profitability, I'll only get him the profitability that he needs to not fire me. You know, I don't want to get him extra profitability. Oh, he's going to do is buy his a boat and yell at people from his boat probably too or buy a bigger house, yell at people for walking on his lawn. And, you know, like it just 
be someone that they like, and uh, they're going to go out there and uh, and really crush it for you. Now, I I obviously don't have personal experience building a multi-million dollar business, so that's just how I would do it. That's what I found works in a smaller business, in a smaller setting. So I'm sure I'm sure it kind of carries over a little bit. So if you guys appreciated that, go subscribe to the free newsletter, themotivated.com. Links in the description below. Get access to private YouTube videos. Hope you guys enjoy, got some value out of that, and I will catch you on the next one. Peace out.